Hi, welcome to Speaking of Sex with the Pleasure Mechanics. I'm Chris. I'm Charlotte. We are the Pleasure Mechanics, and on this podcast, we offer you explicit sex advice, soulful conversation, and loving company along your journey of sexual fulfillment. Hmm, I kind of like that one. <laughs> Come on over to PleasureMechanics.com for our full podcast archive. And while you are there, sign up for our free online course, The Erotic Essentials. Go to PleasureMechanics.com slash free and we'll get you started with strategies and advice that you can put into play right away to start shifting and shaping the sex life into the one you most desire. We are here with you every step of the way and would love to have you on board the Erotic Essentials. All right. On this episode, we are going to be talking about one of the techniques featured in the Erotic Essentials that is one of these subtle changes that can make a huge difference in your sex life. Before we get started, I want to take a moment and thank our sponsor for this episode, GetMod.com offers a line of modern sex essentials shipped directly to your door. We'll tell you a little bit more about what they offer later in the episode, but thanks, GetMod. Use the code PLEASURE at checkout for 15% off your order. Okay, so what I want to talk about today is slowing it down. Slowing it down. I was looking back through some of my files and I found a file on two word sex advice and I have a whole list of them. But at the top of that two word sex advice list is slow down. And I want to talk about slowing down on all levels from a relational level to how you're touching your lover's genitals when you're deep inside them, how you're thrusting during intercourse, slowing down the entire sexual experience. And what does this mean in unpacking this? And I think don't turn off this podcast yet, because if this idea sounds too simple to be interesting, we're going to take it places. All right. So what does slowing down mean and why is this so important? Sex is such a charged subject in our culture. We often feel a lot of anxiety as we approach a sexual situation. It's underlying. There might also be excitement. There are many different feelings and experiences going on. But for many people, there is an undercurrent of anxiety that is happening. And we rush in that situation. We are a little bit panicky and we're just trying to move through the motions and get to where we're trying to go because we have a goal in mind because that's what culture tells us. So there's something really powerful about just taking a deep breath and pausing for a minute and interrupting that trajectory. And when you slow just a little bit, you start to have a little bit more space to pay attention to what you're doing. You can start to calm your own anxiety, which can help your partner calm their anxiety. And it just starts a different cycle happening between the two of you. Right. So this is an attitude adjustment. And I like calling it that. It seems a little bit like we're going to adjust your attitude, young lad. But... An attitude adjustment that changes your perspective on sex as a whole. And so when you talk about a sexual encounter, this is inclusive of everything from having sex with your wife on your Friday night scheduled sex date to approaching a woman in a bar to going on a date and going up to their apartment afterwards to undressing somebody like in every single element. We tend to rush. Yeah. Yeah. 
I mean, this is part of cult culture in general in our world right now. We are all trying to get as much done as possible. And so when we're talking about sexuality and when we're talking about wanting to just be with one another, if we can take it out of this action doing and into the being with one another, it becomes a different experience. I totally hear what you're saying. You're taking it into the mindful sex realm. Mm. And I love that piece. What I really want to focus on, though, is the rushing as an expression of sexual scarcity and sexual anxiety and the shame around sexuality and how this controls our behavior in ways we don't even recognize. And so when we live in a culture that focuses on sexual scarcity and no one can get enough sex and you might never get laid again and who's going to love you and so many of the messages we get are around the scarcity of sexual intimacy and availability, especially if you don't fit the mold of, you know, a thin, healthy, young body. Right. If you do not fit that magazine mold, you are told that there is a lack of love available for you. And so what this does is it creates an underlying pressure to seize every opportunity to feast. And that creates this eagerness and this rushing and almost a desperation sometimes. And this can happen even within marriages. So this isn't just the awkward first date. This can happen when you finally have an opportunity to make love with your wife and time has been scarce and then you're there and then you just want to get through it and get to the goal as soon as possible, right? So we rush through sex, we rush into hookups and this is all driven by a sense of scarcity and fear and shame. I was really thinking about this and like, when do we rush? We rush when something doesn't matter and we rush when we don't want to get caught. So if you're trying to like rob a liquor store, you go fast, you get in, you get out and you try to get out of there, like out of the scene of the crime. And I think sometimes our sexual patterning is developed this way through childhood masturbation when you want to rush and finish it before you get caught when you're having young teenage or college hookups and you want to rush before, you know, your roommate comes home or your parents come home. I feel like a lot of our early patterning is it's this hidden secret thing like eating cookies in the cupboard mm -hmm. and we don't want the crumbs to show. So it's this thing we really ache for, we sense scarcity about, we have this desperation for, but then when it's there, it's like, get it done and hide the evidence and move on with your day. And I think that's a shame driven behavior. So what happens when we just choose to say, all right, we're going to slow down sex. We're going to slow down our approach to sex. And then once we're in the bedroom and making love, we're going to slow down how we interact, how we touch one another. And I think as you said, and maybe we should do a complimentary episode to this, what that opens up is presence and awareness. But what it also opens up is the opportunity to notice the pleasure that's available to you. And so this scarcity piece, if you think of the idea of a drought, and you think of the idea of, for most of us, we have not experienced enough sexual pleasure, sexual intimacy, sexual connection, most of us feel a little starved for sexuality. And I really like going to nature for metaphors and imagery, um, because it turns out that what's true in nature often tends to be true in us humans. Funny that. So if you think about the driest parched earth you can imagine, the soil is brown, there are cracks in the soil, it looks like nothing will ever grow again. 
if we wanted to bring that soil back to life, the rushing idea would be just to dump buckets of water onto that soil, just flood it. But what we know from nature is that most of that water will run right off and won't sink in and won't make a difference to that soil at all. When we slowly trickle in water and just allow that water time to settle into that earth, much more is absorbed and much bigger change is created in the fertility of that soil, in the texture of that soil, in the smell of that soil. Right? If you want to bring that soil back to life, you trickle in that living water. So what do we do to bring our sexualities back to vitality? We don't flood it. We don't go to Vegas and just like have a binge weekend. We titrate in. We bring in sexuality slowly so we can feel more. And so this is true on this like big level of waking up to our sexualities, learning how to be sexual beings in the world safely, learning how to sexually communicate. Slow steps is good for all of that. But when it comes to touch, I want to get really physical for a moment. When it comes to touch, and I think this is a lesson we really learned through massage. Mm. Because when you have an hour on the massage table and someone is paying you a couple hundred dollars to be there with them for that hour, there can be a tendency to rush. You want to cover all the body, you want to do the foot, you want to do all the tricks. But what you quickly learn in receiving massage and in going to massage school is that no one ever complained about a massage being too slow. It turns out when you really slow down your touch to a point where you can't even imagine moving your hands this this slowly, but you're slowly gliding across the body, the body absorbs that touch so much deeper. The brain has time to like process it and recognize it as pleasure, recognize it as human intimacy. The body has time to kind of embrace that touch and the pleasure has time to build. And so I would rather give someone a really slow, deep massage with my full presence than do all my techniques and tricks in that hour. Right. And there's that song, I want a man with a slow hands, I want a man with an easy touch. I don't think I've ever sung on this podcast before, and I probably won't again. But rushing erotic touch doesn't feel good. A lot of people get so into the excitement and that feeling of rush that they just like touch to touch and then go to the genitals and touch to touch and accelerate faster and faster, kind of in that balloon sex way of like, let's get all the arousal and excitement as fast as we can. Go, 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 go. But balloon sex and then it kind of pops and then you pop and then and then it's over and the balloon is broken. But rather going into this expansive hot air balloon metaphor where you're slowly filling up and expanding and getting bigger and bigger, it is a totally different way to touch one another. And I'm not saying like fast, furious fucking can't be fun once in a while. That was great alliteration. Fast, furious fucking can be fun. (laughs) But it's within a context of like a relaxed expansive, non-linear, non-goal-oriented session that then some moments of like that intensity and the ferocity can come out and the speed and really being pounded can feel good. But that's not the baseline. Does that make sense? Totally. Okay. So the slowness, I'll summarize. When we allow ourselves to slow down in how we are touching, the body that you are touching can really receive the touch that you are offering you get to calm down some base level of anxiety that uh, you may be present to or not. 
and everyone can feel what is happening more. I definitely remember that from the being at the massage table on either ends is when somebody's hand is moving over your skin, you can begin to bring your attention underneath their hand Mm -hmm. and you start to feel your own body so much more. Uh So the depth of the feeling is so much more profound, which I love that parched earth metaphor. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's interesting to really think about us all living in this culture where we, we aren't receiving as much touch as we really should be. And so just to acknowledge that our bodies are a bit like parched earth and that is quite profound to notice and to give ourselves a little break with that. What I notice about giving slow touch, whether that's massage or erotic touch, is that when you are moving more slowly, you can just feel so much more. You are so much more present to what is happening underneath your hands. You can feel the micro responses from your partner. You can feel their breath more. You can sense what they want more of. You are just getting way more information because you're moving slower from their body, from their energy. Um, And you can deliver better and more interesting sensation um, that I think ultimately is more pleasurable. So I think it's a wonderful place for us all to start, uh, no matter where we are in our journey, just to return to a practice of slowing down and see what you uncover, see what Mm -hmm. unfolds both within yourself and for your partner. There is no rush. You have time to connect. You have time to see what you can experience together. And there can be real delight and pleasure in that. So let's continue to talk about slowing down in bed. But before we do, we want to thank our sponsor for this episode. Thanks to our friends at getmore.com. At getmore.com, you get to build your own kit of modern sex essentials. All their offerings feature inclusive design that can be used on all bodies, top-of-the-line body-safe materials and gorgeous design to fit right into your modern lifestyle. Thanks to our friends at GetMore.com for supporting the Pleasure Podcast Collective. Go to GetMore.com to build your own kit of modern sex essentials and use the code PLEASURE for 15% off your order. Mm-hmm. I like how mod sounds in your English accent. Mm. Okay, so slowing down the whole sexual experience, returning to a place of calm enjoyment of sex that then allows the thrilling excitement of arousal to also emerge. And these two things, the enjoyment and excitement, these are two kinds of pleasure two phases of our nervous system. And so much of our sex culture is focused on the excitement, the arousal, the thrill. And we have forgotten how to enjoy sex. Enjoyment is calm, relaxed pleasure. A lot of people experience enjoyment in the afterglow. So after they have rushed to the goal of orgasm, then they can cascade into the pleasure of enjoyment and lying sweaty next to their partner and the old image of smoking a cigarette. I think that might be a joint now. I don't know. But but that enjoyment kind of pleasure can be part of the entire sexual journey. And this is a, a different mental image that we have of sex. You know, all of the movies, all of the imagery, all of the porn shows us this fast and furious rush and this sequence of events. And there's kissing and there's boob touch and there's, you know, licking and sucking and then fucking. And then maybe anal and double penetration and who knows. But that's the porn version. Um, The image of sex I want you to 
give yourself permission to at least consider (laughs) is luxuriating in sexual pleasure is being able to roll around naked, be playful, be silly, touch one another's bodies, go in and out of different kinds of arousal without any rush goal or agenda. What would that look like for you? And when you imagine that scenario, when you imagine if you can do this with your partner or with a fantasy crush, if you imagine a long, luxurious, unrushed, non-goal oriented session of eroticism and go into that fantasy, what anxieties come up for you? Because these will be clues of the things that you need to work with to quash sexual anxiety in general. So for some people, it might be, oh God, if we're rolling around in bed, like all of my fat rolls are visible and I can't hide behind my lingerie and they'll see too much of my body and I'm not attractive. So is slowing down and showing more of yourself and being vulnerable scary? Or is it, if I slow down, I'll lose my erection and not be able to perform? And what does that mean about me as a man? Is it the rush associated with performance and getting in and out and doing the job and completing the mission in this kind of masculine way? Or is it about if you slow down and actually pay attention to what you're doing, hard feelings are going to emerge and like some sadness or some fear might come up. What might be revealed in the slowing down that you are scared of? And if you just ask yourself that question, honestly, and in this kind of fantasy way of what is in between me and a long, luxurious lovemaking session, then you start getting some information about the ways our sex culture, the ways sexual trauma in our culture has impacted your specific sexual expression. Because I have an image of human sexuality being capable of these expansive states of arousal, going into erotic trance, being totally relaxed and at ease with each other, without social tension, without fear and scarcity, without shame about our bodies and the way they look and where they're expressing, without shame about bodily fluids and thinking our genitals are gross. Like, what would sexuality look without all of that stuff? And that's where I always go back to in my imaginations is what is possible for us? And if we think of other species and the way other species kind of lounge about in their bodies with a lot of comfort and a lot of ease, you know, lions don't have any trouble being a lion, Mm -hmm. you know, it's they know what they're capable of. And I want humans to get to the place where we know what we are erotically capable of without all of this shit and shame stacked on top of us. And for me, slowing down and being present, and we'll talk more about this, you know, in future episodes, when we talk more about the mindful sex techniques, but if we can really slow down, be present with ourselves as sexual beings, not only is so much more pleasure available to us, but it gives us the opportunity to pay attention to what is burdening us. And that then can help relieve those burdens and move us to a new place. So the invitation this week is simply to slow down, slow down, your role, slow down your hookup, slow down the way you approach your partner, slow down your lovemaking sessions, slow down your touch, slow down your breath, slow everything down and see what happens. It's an experiment. And then report back. And we're going to be doing more of these kind of experiments in the future episodes where we try to invite you into a specific experience and then ask for you to report back and see what happens. So we would love to hear your thoughts about slowing down what that means for you, what the idea brings up for you, and 
your response to it. What happens for you when you slow down in the sexual realm? Let us know. Mm-hmm. Come on over to pleasuremechanics.com and be in touch with us. And if you want to support this podcast and be part of our inner circle, our community, please come over to patreon.com slash pleasuremechanics, P-A-T-R-E-O-N, patreon.com slash pleasuremechanics, and sign up for a monthly pledge as little as a dollar a month gets you on board. You get ad-free podcast episodes, bonus episodes, community discussions, sign up at a higher tier, and you can even get some mail every month. Mm -hmm. We are really enjoying cultivating this patreon community and getting to know folks better and developing relationships with you and really kind of circling up as a squad i'm into it um patreon.com slash pleasure mechanics join the pleasure squad (laughs) patreon.com slash pleasure mechanics join the pleasure squad with as little as a dollar a month and help keep this show going and We are always here for you. We'd love to hear from you. We will be back with you next week with another episode of Speaking of Sex. I'm Chris. I'm Charlotte. We are the Pleasure Mechanics. Wishing you a lifetime of pleasure. Pleasure.